Cool 97.7 Radio. Cool 97.7 Radio. You know, that one of these fine nights, I'm going to pull a stunt and have you alone. Just don't show up and make you alone do the show. But I'm going to wait until it's Andre. No, better yet, I'm going to make you and Trevor. If it's me and Trevor, uh-huh. just argument for the whole Okay, world. so I'm not going to come no. and just allow you and Trevor no, to run the show. You can't do that, Adrian. <laughs> Singles live on the Nation School at School 97 FM. Tonight, it's all about coping strategies. And we have with us, as usual, it's the first Thursday of the month, Andre Allen Casey. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. Monsoon bright. <laughs> um, I get a feel, I, you know, for some reason, I don't know, I've been getting these premonitions that are turning out to be very true. But I get a feeling that Andre Allen Casey have him hand full, you know. I don't know if it's, the, this, if it's 2022, but look like you have your hands full, Andre. Well, uh... My hands and feet. <laughs> understandable, understandable. And so, therefore, that is why we came up with this topic, um, coping strategies. A lot of us, we are not coping well. We don't know how to cope. Uh, some people have um, decided that they need to make their exits because they can't cope. Some people are falling into deep depression. Some people feel a sense of hopelessness. Some people are feeling tired, helpless, restless, and they have a feeling that, boy, um, it can't get any worse because this is it. This is it for them. And so um, we move into 2022. A lot of persons um, moved into the new year asking um, what next and not not what next in a very healthy and positive way, but what next in a very negative um, way. Um, bills are not um, being paid on time. Some people can't pay their bills. Um, food prices are up there. I remember when I threw out this question, Andre Allen Casey, um, one of the immediate response from one of our listeners. And I want to read this for you before we even start. And he says, good night. It seems impossible. Um, cost of living have gone up. Less jobs are available. The government is importing too much foreign foods while the foreign currency is rising daily. How? And he asked the question, how? And I guess that's how do we cope? We are going to get resources. How are we going to get resources to pay our bills? Those who are saying try a little business, but who will be the persons to support the business? And so persons are really in a state and they're asking the question, how do we really cope in a time like this? Andre you know, is about to interject. I mean, AJ, it's, it's, um, it's, it's sad, really. Um, it's, it's, it's just a sad state of reality. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, though one might have a source of income, you know, a job or whatever it may be, at the end of the day, not everybody is fortunate enough to, you know, be getting raised yearly <laughs> or every other year or whatever it mm-hmm. is. But at the same time, you know, as the, as, as the, the listener mentioned, you know, cost of living is, is getting higher and higher. So it's, you know, I mean, really and truly, how do you cope? You know, because you, ha- you see you have the same income coming in, but at the same time, the bills are getting higher and higher. So what do you do? <laughs> well. You know, what do you do? What do we do? Some are more fortunate than some <clears throat> to have you know multiple streams of income or the income that they have even if there is a raise in the cost of living you know it doesn't really bother them that much but the majority of people that's not you know that's not the case with them yeah um but before we we allow andre to say something for those persons who are financially stable they too um may be suffering um, as well um, because when we're looking at coping we're not going to only look tonight on how we cope with everyday living but how we cope also with loss right because a lot of us over the last two and a half years we have lost loved ones yeah we have also lost jobs um persons who had goals that they wanted to accomplish find themselves in a state of disappointment um maybe graduating and not being able to pick up a job so um coping tonight is not just about coping with finances but coping in terms of emotionally spiritually and 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 otherwise so andre are you there are you (laughs) you decide that you're not going to cope with it tonight (laughs) (laughs) why when i'm listening to both of you i'm like most of them folks are depressed me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I mean, Andre, it's really just it's really just the reality of things, really. You yeah. know, what I mean, um, you know, as much as somebody can find um, a silver lining, or you know, just be happy with what they have and make do and try to get more and you know, give thanks and whatever. The reality is that it's hard. It's difficult. You know, so yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We're not people are not coping well, um, Andre. That's a fact. That's a fact. All right, so get us out of that depressing mode now. Well, I promise you, I won't attack you tonight. Like Trevor. Like Trevor. I won't do that to you. That's reserved specifically for Trevor. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> okay. You know, um, as you have both stated, as it relates to the reality of life and living, we cannot bury our head in the sand, so to speak, and not, at minimum, acknowledge and even possibly validate persons' experiences. Mm-hmm the negative emotions that are 
there as a result of these experiences. One of the questions, and I, and I suspect that before we even ask that question, at minimum, let us again agree that things hard and things tough. Um, and not everybody will be able to, to manage. Mm-hmm. But the, the, that's the sad truth. Now, a part of my role is to give people hope. Is to say to them that in the midst of the darkness of this tunnel, do we stop the train? Since there is a light at the end of the tunnel, because there is a light. Now, for some folks, the tunnel long for crying out loud, and they may never see that light, and that's just a fact. And I wouldn't want to give people any false hope, but one thing is for sure: stopping the train cannot be the answer. Hmm. I, I'm just saying. Because if you stop the train, you're going to remain in darkness. Now, again, you know, as I've stated, for some folks, even if the train continues, they may never see the light because the tunnel dark, the tunnel long, rather. And so, we, at first, just need to say, yes, things talk, things hard. But there has to be a but. Because if there isn't a but, then what is the alternative? Somebody says, if you if you if you're in a large body of water and you cannot swim, then the another S is going to reach us. We're going to sink. I have to teach people to swim. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned the fact that when we talk about hoping, part of that hoping doesn't only speak to the financial or even those who have the financial means to do so. Mm-hmm. And that is so true because loss affects everyone, mm-hmm. whether you have it or not. And you have also introduced another word, disappointment. And so, coping with loss and disappointment, <laughs> I believe in our learning to manage these two, I really believe that it will give us some kind of hope. At least from the standpoint of allowing our brains to come up with an idea as to how to take ourselves out of that dark tunnel. Because we have to give ourselves a chance. You see, the situation or the situations of life possibly will not give us a chance. But we have to give ourselves a chance. And unfortunately, many persons succumb to the despairs and the hardships 
of life and give up because they say, what next? <laughs> and they are in their right to ask, what next? And I'm saying here, I am happy that you did not say, I've had enough. So by your saying, what next? Possibly, uh, maybe what next could speak of the fact that I can't take any more. And the what next is what other disaster is going to befall me. But you know what? You're on this side of life. Red, and, well, red is that the right word? But you're on this side of life. Having another experience. Now, even if that experience is a negative one, you're on this side of life having another experience. Which then tells me, though, that there is a possibility that you may overcome it. My argument is, suppose you overcome the experience. Have you given yourself an opportunity to overcome this experience today? Or will you give yourself an opportunity to overcome the experience tomorrow? And that's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I want to remind our listeners that in the midst of feeling like you're thinking, give yourself an opportunity to overcome the experience. But you have to. But you know, Andre, some people might argue and say that how many more, how much more opportunity should I give? How much more tomorrows should I wait for? Mm-hmm. After waiting more than two, three, four years, you know, how much more tomorrow should I give? See, and, and, and that's an awesome question. But my response to that question is, you have no idea what may happen tomorrow. You don't know if it's a breakthrough time. You don't know if somebody's going to come and, and, and give you something. You really, we, we really don't have a clue how things are going to unfold. You know, so is it. You know um, sorry, sorry, but I have to be, I have to be um, neutral, right? Um, and really and truly, you have a lot of people that based on their circumstances they really can't wait for tomorrow hmm. after giving you know the, the opportunity for many tomorrows they really can't wait until tomorrow may, you know somebody's tomorrow maybe that tomorrow is the day when everything 60 days past due and everybody is coming, you know, everybody is calling and coming to repossess or whatever it is. So how many more, how much more tomorrow is like, I can't wait until, to, until that 
tomorrow. So what do I tell that person? Just wait. You get what I say? It's it's yeah. But I would, well, well, ask them then. So what's the solution then? But that's that my, I, I feel, I feel I, but I feel like that's I feel like that's what a lot of people mm-hmm. are listening to this show now to get from you right. per, yeah, for you that's from that's you what's but, what's but, but the that, solution? But, but that's the point that mentioned though. I I am giving a solution. Yeah, but your solution I, I, based on what you're saying is is give them another tomorrow. Give themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what I, yeah, but I'm saying tomorrow is the day when people are come collect about the things them. Well, all right then. Gail, give up the here's things then. But here's my point. Mm-hmm. My point then is to Andre is this. Give me another option then. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you an option to wait. And you are saying, no. That's tomorrow getting a bit worse. Mm-hmm. All right then. Well, give me another option. Yeah. <laughs> because... <laughs> If, if, if you don't give yourself an opportunity to live through the experience, then what's your other option? Dead? True. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I am not here. I'm here to tell folks, don't stop the train. Keep I it know moving. That while the train is going, mm-hmm. it's pure darkness is seen. Mm-hmm. But stopping the train and say, well, I'm a car, but I drive. It's not Means an that option. Means remain in darkness. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. to be moving. Mm-hmm. 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 That I agree with. So, so maybe, <laughs> maybe as what AJ was saying, maybe make them come, but come, it, maybe it, make them come for the things them then. Maybe that, that's the yeah. Maybe that's the 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 restart that we need. Yeah. That, that they need. All, come back for I'm the saying. things them then. Maybe. Whatever. Yeah. Maybe, cause, cause if we if we if we go that if we go that option if we go that route, the train is still moving. Mm-hmm. The train is still That's moving, and you still have hope to regain back those things in that they come so back the, for the things. You, listen, mm-hmm. I have. I'm not so. I'm sure not only myself, but I know that there are millions of folks that can relate to my statement here now. I've had some. Terrible disappointment. Mm-hmm. There was a time in my life when I really did not even expect to be living. Mm. I used to say 2008, I hate. I pray that 2009 would have been fine. But 2010, I had to start over again. And that is my reality. I don't have to get into the, the nitty gritty. But believe you me. And so, thank God I did not give in to my feelings. Thank God I didn't allow my situations to become so overwhelming that I said, I'm a rapper. Put it this way. I couldn't do nothing about my situation. I just have to, I just, I just have to take the pain. I have to take the embarrassment. I have to take everything. I have to just take it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And and that's the point. Sometimes we feel that it is too unbearable. I need to do something to get over the pain here and now. And we're looking for an immediate release and relief. But maybe your relief and your release is not going to happen until tomorrow or next week or next month. 
on a clear. And I'm saying the possibility exists that if you just waited though, chances are you'll be seeing the victory. Mm-hmm. Chances are a change. Chances are. Chances are. But a change must come and a change will come. It will not remain the same forever. That's what I believe, um, Andre Allen Casey. That change will come. You may be in the darkness for a very long time, but I do believe that once you just keep it moving, a change will come. You know, switching the... not It's, it's, it's still under the topic. Mm-hmm. But a different sub-category. Mm-hmm. Um, with the whole change thing and, you know, allowing time and all of that. So I remember I was with um, this young lady a few years ago. And, you know, when we split, I was like, wow. I don't even know <laughs> if I can, um, you know, get over this person. But the reality hit me. Um, I think it was yesterday or today. I was having a conversation with somebody about the same young lady, and I could not remember her name. <laughs> could not, I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, I mean to laugh, but... No, I mean, it, it's funny, but it's true. I could not remember her name, and then, cool. you know, thinking about it, I'm like, wow, I'm completely over this person, to the point where I don't even remember her name. And you at that particular time when it when 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 the 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 um the breakup the the, the separation yeah, the man, loss of her that is the worst thing that could happen to you the worst feeling and so now yeah you kept it moving and now you have moved way past that so you don't even remember the you person's don't name remember the person name and that is what Andre Allen Casey is saying just keep it moving keep it moving. Um, so, Andre, let me ask you um, this question, because a lot of us were surrounded by, by loss, and I want you to kind of just, cont- um, you know, just, 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 just address this. Can we suffer loss um, without being disappointed? That's an easy question with an easy answer. <laughs> it's actually one answer. <laughs> no. Although there are some folks who would say, of course you can. But generally speaking then, Mm -hmm. the answer is no. Mm -hmm. Because think about any loss. And and we're talking about, we're not just talking about a a platonic loss. No. I'm talking about suffer loss. (laughs) So I'm attaching the word suffering with the loss. So I'm saying... It is not, we're not talking about a pleasant loss. You know, sometimes we might lose weight. That's a pleasant loss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, for me, it is <laughs> a special loss of stomach. But let me leave it alone. But, <laughs> but for some losses, if you understand what I'm saying, we're not talking about those that are pleasant. We're talking about those that gives us suffering and pain and heartache. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about a loss that we do not want to happen. And if we keep it in that context, then definitely um, it, disappointment is associated with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Hold that thought. We're going to take a break. Singles Live on the Nation's Coolest, Cool 97 FM. Tonight we're talking about coping strategies. How do we cope? What are some of the things that we can do uh, to cope in with um, or everyday um, living? And the first one that came out from Andre Allen Casey is just keep it moving. No matter what is happening, just know that there's a tomorrow. Keep it moving. We're going to be taking a break. We'll be right back. Keeping it moving. Cool 97 Radio. The singles live on the nation's coolest, Ku ninety seven FM, and we're talking about coping strategy. And whilst we were on the break, there's a song that just popped up in my head, and the words of the song that says, "One day at a time, sweet Jesus, that's all I'm asking of you. Give me the strength to do everything that I have to do." And um, yes, Andre said it. Just take it one day at a time. Just keep it keep it moving one day at a time. And I think that with everything that is happening in the societies across the world, um, one of the things that I have learned is to just, as the song said, take one day at a time. One day at a time. Just ask exactly. the divine creator to give you the strength to just tackle one day at a time. You know, um... As you say that, and and maybe it's just for me, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like when you know when praying, it's not it's not just about asking for the strength, mm-hmm. but it's also asking for the wisdom, you know, the knowledge and the understanding, and the understanding to you know handle whatever it mm-hmm. is. You know, make the right decisions because you know the strength really is to face it, mm-hmm. and then the knowledge is to manage it. Mm-hmm. You know, so as a, you know, as a, just just me, just me. So I like to ask for both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, Andre. Right. You're going. You're going. You're doing very well. Don't. Listen, listen, Andre. You want to see me? I'll just, I'll just, I'll just leave. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> One of us wondered which Andre was speaking. (laughs) (laughs) So there you there you have it. We are definitely giving you the strategies um, to cope. So. Andre Allen Casey, not Andre, um, DJ Dre over there. Um, do you think that if we understood disappointment, then we would be better able to, to, to deal with loss and more so to, to cope if we understand um, disappointments? I, I, I love that question. And uh, I can give you a short answer and a long answer. Mm-hmm. The short answer to that question is definitely. I really do believe sincerely that we do not understand disappointment. And if we do not understand disappointment, then each time it occurs in our lives, it's going to floor us. 
mm-hmm. and we're going to lose hope. We're going to end up ruminating on, on our pain. We're going to say, to what end? As a matter of fact, as far as we are concerned, if we, go, if we suffer one more disappointment, it then that's it. We can't bother. Move on, move train, and don't stop training a tunnel. Listen, he who feels it knows it. But the reason why we will have that kind of thinking process, I do believe that it is because we do not understand disappointment. Um, so, to the song and the statement, so the song that you came up with, Anne, mm-hmm. and the statement that you made, Dre, um, literally, I believe, complement this answer that I'm about to give in relation to understanding disappointment. So, for example, you said one day at a time, Anne. That's mm-hmm. a song you remember. Mm-hmm. And Dre, you say that you wanted what the wisdom or the understanding to mm-hmm. understand what is happening to you. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I'm saying. Suppose, just suppose, we had a different interpretation of our disappointment. Then would it still feel with the impact of the disappointment um, be so disastrous? I don't think so. Can you imagine you get a a, a, a big cut on your finger? Do you walk up and down as if it's nothing wrong to you? No, you cry. Or you going to do something about it? My argument is you are able to do something about the pain that you're experiencing. Now, there are some times and some instances that you can have to bear the pain. Mm-hmm. But suppose you have the knowledge to soap your finger. That's all I'm saying. Let us give ourselves an opportunity to get some information on how to take ourselves out of pain. For many of us, we stand up and we stay in the pain and we complain. And we want a deliverance. And 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 I'm a I'm a Christian by the way. But sometimes the deliverance that we're looking for, we want to sit down and expect deliverance to drop from the sky. And even blame God. Oftentimes I hear folks say, I don't know what else to do. I pray and I pray and I pray. You know the wisdom if you're hungry enough. You know? It's not fair if you pray and I pray and I pray now. Go and go cook some food. <laughs> Especially the food is there for you to cook. If you understand what I'm saying. You know, as you, as you say that, <laughs> as you say that now, Andre, um, and I feel like this may lead into a whole different um, conversation. But let's let's not try to get it to that point. As you, you know, what you just said is really the whole thing about, you know, faith without work. 
is you know is dead mm-hmm. right but i've I've spoken to a lot of Christians and they just believe in faith <laughs> they just believe in faith like the work partner really exists you know it's just faith and I'm and you know like what do you say to to people like that you know what I mean I mean that's your belief and you know I, I really don't have to respect it but that's your belief and I have to at least acknowledge that that's your belief but it's stupid <laughs> you know it's stupid it's it's how can you have faith without putting in the work as you just say how can you want to how can you say that you're hungry and have faith that you'll eat but not go out and look for the food but like I said you know I've had too many folks who suffer from disappointment mm-hmm. because they cannot understand and even give up because they cannot understand why they have not gotten a deliverance mm-hmm. and and by and large that deliverance must come from God but I want to give you better than that it must come from God in a particular way mm-hmm. it must come and if it don't come from God in a particular way then they can't understand why they have not been delivered then they don't accept the deliverance so they continue to go around they don't accept that deliverance mm-hmm. and, so my, mm-hmm. and, and so excellent and so my point there is maybe this program is your deliverance mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe doing something after your prayer is your deliverance maybe going to learn to cook is your deliverance okay maybe learn a new skill is your deliverance maybe putting yourself in an in a, where you have an opportunity to learn something and do something differently I have seen folks who don't have no foot and no hand and are successful I mean their disability didn't stop them from living I've seen folks who are blind and deaf and are working all I'm saying here it's amazing um, have we do we want to give ourselves a chance to live? Do we want to give ourselves a chance to survive? Do we want to give ourselves hope? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm here to, to, to say, since you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, just give yourself a chance now. Just give yourself a chance. And not only give yourself a chance, put yourself in an opportunity or, or at a place then where you might have a breakthrough. Don't know. But at least come into the day rather than don't see the day. Come into the day rather than what? Don't plan on seeing the day. Because we do not know how that day is going to be unfolded. Mm-hmm. Um. understanding disappointment you can write this down disappointments are independent of our feelings and our efforts disappointments come whether we expect them to or not disappointment literally 
should be cremated and not embalmed. But unfortunately, we continue to embalm it. And let me tell you what I mean by that. If we see Andre and Anne speak about all of the different losses we have had over the years, have we given ourselves hope to try something new? Absolutely not. So while we are not ignoring our reality of the loss, do we plan to lose or remain lost when nobody can find way? Hmm. You see, these are some questions that we have to ask ourselves. And that's how I asked the question earlier, what is the option? And so I am proposing here that we, rather than talk volume of the amount of disappointments we have been experiencing day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. I'm going to, this is a very bad example. And, and I hope I don't get myself in problems. Seriously, it's a very bad example. <laughs> but how much madman um, you know, insane per some I'm sorry to use the word madman, but it's true. I'm going to go, I'm going there. How much madman is say um I hurt themselves? I don't see it. They might find something to eat though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't think so, them should be doing that. Then nah, they're too hungry. <laughs> Very much so. I something said, that I, I, I observed. It's not very bad example, and no. I'm get, get myself in problems. I, I don't think it's a bad no, example. No, but it's, uh, it's something that I, I remember using that um, as an example to show someone that says, irrespective of what is happening, that, that person on the street, mentally ill or homeless or otherwise, they're going to find something to eat. They're not walking on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> And mother talk, when you see bus come, them jump left it. Mm-hmm. They're not I'm jump not out being, of no building. I, I am not being callous here, folks. Mm-hmm. And the same here. Even the person that you say is out of your mind want to live. And and they are doing something to live. To give them to live. Mm-hmm. They are doing something to live. They're not, they're not sitting down there saying them, them, them not eat they, nothing. We you know, call I think, them madman I to think, cry out loud folks, but yet they must do something to live. Mm-hmm. I think the issue... Next question of who my dear. I think the issue, Andre, is a matter of, um, you know, stature and pride. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, you know, I think you want to live a certain lifestyle, <laughs> or you used to a certain lifestyle. You want to maintain that or get better. You know, so things hard but you can still go pick a mango and eat and you're good but them don't want that because they want to maintain the lifestyle of eating KFC every night or every other night or whatever it is so it seems crazy to resort to eating mango to not be hungry versus saving that one thousand dollar or working hard for that one thousand dollar to buy a piece of a meal you get what I'm saying yeah, mm-hmm. you know, as I said, that contributes to why we don't think the pride, whatever you want to call it, 
but maybe we can learn something from the madman folks. I think so too. I think so. Maybe. That's I all mean, I we need for bed still, but. <laughs> you go you go into survival mode. You're going to survival all mode. Same, man. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all I'm the same. That's the message. That's yeah. the me- I'm not trying to be um callous or insensitive. I'm not honestly. And and, and I know I possibly will get myself in problem. But but I'm the same here, folks. The person that we call mad still I find something to eat. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he or she is giving himself hope, although we may call it destitute, or call it mad, and insane, and on a sense, and full fool, and what have you. Don't even know if they even get COVID, but anyway, I'm going to leave it alone. And they say, wow, I crying out loud. And, and I'm here to say, you know, me can give myself hope too. But but how much do I want to live? What is it that I'm prepared to do to ensure that I give myself an opportunity to live? See, we have an anti-suffering mentality. We have a mentality that, that, that says, in relation to disappointment, that I must not suffer loss. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm not entitled. You're so entitled that you feel that you, you're not entitled to that which is inevitable, which, which is under, inevitable. which is inevitable. Which number one is change because we're not adjusting to change very well. So if we used to eat the the, the KFC, so to speak, mm-hmm. and then today we have to eat the little cup two two boiled banana, we don't go down well with us. No, 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 sir. No. Mayhem, the, the, life man. done, life mash up. No, have nothing to live for. Yeah, We're hopeless. What is what, what is this? What is my sing to? Let me jump off of the tree and now. You understand? Because my life done and over. Yep. Yeah. And and, 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 and we, we don't adjust, um, Andre Allen Casey, to the ever-changing time. And, and something that you pointed out without even realizing is our perception of the situation that we're in mm. our perception how do we see the situation do we see the situation with possibilities do we see the situation with hope do we see a situation that 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 seem negative but there is a positive there do we see situation where we have to lose the stove, the fridge, and sometimes even the roof of our over our heads? Um, as 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 Dre mentioned, as a rebirth, as a renewal, as getting back to who we are at the core of who we are, with shedding some of those unnecessary things. Because mm-hmm. sometimes uh, there's a saying that says sometimes bad things happen to good people, you know. And we have to also accept that that it, it you know have nothing to do with the fact that you 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 do something bad. But sometimes these things that happen to us allow us to get back to the core of who we are as a people. And so, therefore, perception, adaptability, mm-hmm. is essential to coping. True. Yeah, okay. essential to coping. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a team today. 
<laughs> well, let me let me turn let me turn my attention to the other team members that we have joining us from the World Wide Web. Uh, Maxine nine one one says Dre, good point, um, and she also says that she was here in Jamaica the other day, and I was she was shocked to see how many poor people live, how some poor people live, and most are not working, but they buy um, food to cook daily because they have to survive. Um, Hot HP um, says, true, some of us um, do not adapt, hence stress, and that causes us to fall into a serious depression or inability to adapt or inability to accept change and also our, our inability to look at things differently. Yeah. Andre Allen Casey, let's move on. Big topic tonight, Singers Live, giving you some coping strategies. Why it is, <laughs> with all of what Drenda and also what Andre Allen Casey has, has, has mentioned before, why is it important to cope? Why we not just can't just say, you know what, this is it. We don't have to cope. Why is it important that we as a people cope? You know, before you answer that, before Andre answers that, mm-hmm. I, I think it comes down to what you want. As you know, you as an individual, I don't think it matters what anybody else. What, mm, wow, what anybody else has to say or the, what they think, what their opinion is. I think it just matters what you feel, what you think as an indi- as as you know, because it's happening to you. Um, you know, probably to somebody, and it's. Let me just say this. The views expressed here are not those of Cool 97. <laughs> Let me just say that, right? Just put that disclaimer there. But honestly, AJ and, and, and Andre, I feel like if you want to give up, you give up. That's your that's your choice. It doesn't really matter what anybody else wants to say. I don't think it matter. I don't think you can come tell me, say, yo, um, it's important to do this because of that and because of that. At the end of the day, brother, if I want to give up, I give up on my life. Okay. <clears throat> the, the, so the question is, why? So the question is, why is it important? To cope. Is it important to cope because you want to see me live? Or because I feel like I need to live longer. All right, make me hear what Andrea have to say. Okay, okay. Well, first and foremost, the reason why suicide and suicide ideation is illegal is because, on the contrary, Andre, mm-hmm. or DJ rather, you do not have the right to take your life because that is not natural for a person. It is actually it's an abnormality mm-hmm. when, a, when a person says, well, it's my life, I can do whatever I want to with it. Yeah. And yet, if, if, well, I my eye, you won't get rid of it. <laughs> so, True. Yeah, yeah. If you're hungry, nobody will feed yourself then. Yeah, that makes sense. What's Since your life, you want to do it. And I'm the same to you. The natural makeup of, 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 of our human myth is to survive is to survive thank you very much as far as our 
own hierarchy of needs are concerned, the first thing mm-hmm. is my own survival. Mm-hmm. If, if you stop breathing now, why don't you take your hand on your mouth and decide to you're going to start for myself to death? <laughs> you see one, I'm going to move your hand <laughs> because yeah. it's painful. Yeah. And the same thing here is it is unnatural um, to not only think that way, but to, to, to even try to execute it, to maintain pain and discomfort. So, so it's natural to say, I want to survive. That's the first thing. Yeah. Um, but let me answer it in a, uh, um, another way too. Why is it important to want to give yourself a chance? Because you don't know if your deliverance might come. And, and we established that earlier. We don't know. That's why I even mentioned that by 2008, I hate. I prayed that 2009 would have been fine. <laughs> but 2010, I had to start over again. And I'm saying, I agree with you, oh, by the way, that says, isn't it up to you, the person? And so, if it is natural to live, then we have to help persons mm-hmm. or give them an option mm-hmm. to live. Because it is natural to do so. When a person decides that I don't, I no longer want to live, let us get into their heads, into their minds, and, and, and find out what what happened. And I'm saying nine out of ten times, literally, it is a discomfort that yeah. they have not seen an option to overcome and manage. So their escape is to pass on this life. But suppose, just suppose, support was there would they feel the same way and if the answer is no then it tells me that they want to live <laughs> and we've seen that happen too many times the same poor man you give him a break oh gosh man in the treaty like like king yeah right, right now if some if their folks were, were, were hungry their deliverance is food. Mm-hmm. If you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be thankful if somebody who's thirsty. Their deliverance is something to drink. Water. Somebody who do have a roof over them head. Somebody who is suffering from COVID and wants to come away from it. Who is ill. Who have a terminal illness. Their deliverance is to get well. Mm-hmm. Um, those who have financial pain are lost. And... Mm-hmm. Somebody say, they are $2 million a year. Even if it's Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just reach for some people and say, even if I want $2,000 right now. <laughs> even if it's Jamaican. Mm-hmm. 
That's all I'm saying. The man, I, I, I remember, you know, I, I, I don't want to think of this, but I remember in the same 2008, I was going through a financial crisis also, both physical and financial. And I remember, you know, I was right in front of cable and wireless. At the stoplight, I'm going to turn on to what would that be? Would that be Apple Road? Yeah, coming up, well, it depends. If it, it, I'm, I'm coming from Oxford Road. Mm-hmm. And a gentleman right there, you know, was making me something. And I remember hmm. I gave the man a thousand dollars. And listen, man, when I look at the face of that man, man, and this is in 2008 now, I gave him a thousand dollars. It comes like a million dollars I give him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I'm in a crisis, you know, but the, even that thousand dollars <laughs> couldn't even dent my crisis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to give it away was nothing. I was like, look here. So I might have ten thousand dollars under them, but it wasn't. It wasn't even a drop in the bucket to deal with my crisis. And the man, the I'm just, I'm just, I didn't even change. I only had thousand dollars. I just give to him. I don't give a thousand dollars. And 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 what it did for him? Hmm. What, what what am I saying here? That everybody have they have their degrees of deliverance but they want to be delivered mm-hmm. they literally want to be delivered and that's why sometimes we need to remind folks that hey don't give up hope you just don't know who can come with a thousand dollars than give you thank god you were there asking for it the same and imagine you Asking for something, asking for support, asking for help, and because everybody walk past it and they give it to you. You say, "Well, I know that." What are Jamaican people too mean and wicked? They may not go back out there. I'm saying, what is the option you have given yourself? You're stay, you'll be angry, but you're still going to be hungry. I'm saying, give yourself an opportunity to live, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know what, me? You can't, but I beg nobody in, in a Kingston then. You might have to find out if I go downtown, uh, Kingston that thing. Rather, I'm just saying, go somewhere else. Go out of town then. Maybe go to the country. It's easier. Maybe you can make some hockey. You know what, things, must. And no, let me not say that. I was about to say, but sometimes people are selling things from road, and and sometimes I beg them beg it from somebody else and come sell it to make a money. Yeah, that's true. Seriously, no. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's uh, true. And you know, and all I'm saying, what option are you giving yourself to live? And so I agree with you on one side, Andre, mm-hmm. when you say that it is also dependent on people what they want, and it's true. Mm-hmm. But the question I ask you. 
how much do they want to live? Because naturally, I know that people want to survive. People want to survive. So we're going to take another break. Singles Live on the Nation School Est, Cool 97 FM, coping strategies tonight. Before we take that break, Heart HP says we all have a blueprint in our heads of what we want in this life. And if the script derail, we throw in the towel instead of going back to the blueprint to make the necessary adjustments and continue from a different perspective. So here there you go, two words. Deep. Adjustment perspective. perspective. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And Shea48 says that is when they have lost, when we're talking about persons who have taken their lives, have given up, and she says that's when they have lost all hope and have no expectations in life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's take the break. We'll be right back. Cool 97. Radio. Singles Live on the Nation's Coolest, Cool 97 FM. Andre Allen Casey. Boy, I tell you, um, the topic tonight... um, Really, really interesting. Um, and I think, as you had mentioned prior to, we may need a part two. You're still there, Andre? Yep. All right. So, um, before we move into the to the next, next question that I have to ask, um, once again, just the thoughts that just keep popping into my mind in terms of um, or coping strategies and some things that we need to do in order to cope and something that we have to recognize as human beings, sometimes we take on too much how we can't manage. Take on too much. We want too much, too fast, too soon. And sometimes we take on a lot of things that we really don't need in our lives. And it is okay, Andre, Andre, and our listeners who are listening, to shed some of those things in order to cope. Right? In order, you sometimes have to shed to, 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 to peer down some things and leave it down to mere minimal. When we went to the break, I could hear um, Trevor's voice in my head. <laughs> and I have to, and I so appreciate Andre Allen Casey and Trevor E. Smith. And I remember, Trevor, we were having this conversation. I can't remember what the topic was, but I know it was something about repossessing and the bail if I come for your bed tomorrow. And Trevor said, in the meantime, just get the best night rest on it tonight. <laughs> you have the bed right now? Just sleep on the bed tonight. <laughs> Make tomorrow deal with itself. Does you have the bed with you now? Just make sure that so you cover up your night and get a very good night's rest. And if the bailiff come tomorrow, then let the bailiff take the bed away. And then you spread up the, 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 the put the sheet on the floor and you sleep and just keep it moving. And that is what we're saying that sometimes, um, in order for your mental survival, in order for you to cope, um, you have to just decide that, hey, we have to shed some of these things. 
we have to shed it and start from from scratch start from the floor um, um even move under the green tree sometimes because we're saying um once there is life there is hope so another question for you andre adding cases as we talk about shedding how do we manage because this is a biggie for a lot of individuals they can't cope when it boils down to loss in relationships and we're not talking about um not only loss in terms of uh, death but loss in terms of losing someone they may come out of your life gone about them business that too um <laughs> how do you manage loss in relationships wow um and and, and i love this um yes and I, I hope there will be a part too and and why too because Sometimes, you know, it is the losses. But that's fact, Andre was is a case on point. Mm-hmm. I mean, DJ Drew. That mm-hmm. is, yeah. You know, when he says, look here, man, I couldn't manage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My word, his words came to an end, <laughs> so to speak. And, and, and that's exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we, we get into the immaterial things. And don't recognize that the the heart um, gets broken. And oftentimes, when the heart is broken, the loss that we feel, the emotional loss that we feel, stop us from eating, drinking, sleeping, we can't work, um, we take sick leave. <laughs> we get sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what doesn't happen to us. When the what? When the heart gets broken. Hmm. When So it's not just the loss as far as physical death now. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about the emotional loss. And remember now, physical loss can evoke and will evoke emotional loss and pain. But we want to explore how do we manage a disappointment or a loss as it relates to a relationship. Well, write down some of these things. I do believe that we need to first recognize and understand that we cannot control, nor should we even try to control other people. Sometimes because of the nature of the relationship, we feel that we become the CEO and the owner of the other person in the relationship, but they must not own us. So we want to regulate their choices and their decisions but do not want them to do the same to us and for us it's an important point enough and so we have a problem managing loss because i did not give i did not follow you 
We have a problem managing lost relationships. Why? Because I did not what? I'm not trying to hear you. I'm right here listening. Glued. I did not fire you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't quit on me. Mm-hmm. You alone me to fire you. I hire you. Mm-hmm. Let me fire you. So and so because mm-hmm. I did not give you permission to leave, mm-hmm. then understand that I'm in my right to feel angry and disappointed and everything else that come with it, then I'm I must I, I invalidate those feelings. Because hmm. I did not fire you. Who till you get up and leave? Mm-hmm. After you spend so much years in my life, you might waste my life with you. I waste my time. And they boy you go away. Huh? And that's why some folks take it even to a different level where they threaten the person and say, well, leave now, if you think about going. <laughs> you know, I hire you, mm. I must fire you. You know, I think I think people might hear me for this. You know? But I think the problem is the people them that feel bad and, and leave. That's like a laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the look that AJ gave me a while ago. I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I'm just stirring up trouble. I don't mean that, folks. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> but what I said, Andre, was um, I think the issue is the people that feel bad and leave. I feel like that's the issue. The people that feel bad and leave? Yeah. Because <laughs> the threat was given. If you feel bad, then leave. Right. And the people them say, all right, well, me bad. So I'm going to leave. I feel like that's the issue. <laughs> 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 and unfortunately, for some folks, don't to suffer the consequences. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, all I'm saying, do is we reach there because we want to control other persons. You know, many years ago, many, many years ago, I made a statement to my wife. You know, God has blessed me to come up with the statement. So this is my statement again. And you know, so I can say, by Andre Allen Casey, you know, nobody has not them statement here. Do <laughs> remember this statement? Go on, let me hear it again. I hear this one. Mm-hmm. You have the right to go. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that going is, is the, the right, right thing, thing to, to do. do. By Andre Allen Casey, definitely. Yes, <laughs> I, think, I think I've heard that. Yeah, man, I've heard it. It's 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 yeah, man, I've, in my memory bank. Nobody knows it. Let me Google it because I've heard <laughs> that. <before. laughs> you have heard it. You've heard it inside Singles Live on many occasions. Dre, but I don't. I don't. But I mean, that what what I would argue with you on. Is where you say I think uh, you think people want to the ability to, to to control other people. I think what they want, and I, I mean as I said, I could be wrong. It's just my opinion, but I think what they want really is to control and maintain the life that they're already comfortable with. It's no reason about no matter. It's still amount to the same thing. Control. Yeah. What I want. You to do for me, 
and have not given you the right to leave. It's a discomfort that you put me into when you go. That's exactly right. Yeah. But that's the first one. You know, so I have about what? Seven? I eight? Over time, I'm, but anyways, <laughs> the next one is, and we're talking about managing or dealing with disappointments in, in, in relationships. And the first thing I'm saying, folks, we have to learn to try, we have to stop rather trying to control um, um, people. They have them right. They have a right to go. It doesn't mean that going though is right might be thing. the right thing mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. The next thing is that people have a mind of their own. Yeah. And of such a thing, they can choose to change it if they so desire. The next point is that in the same way that we want the right, or we, I should say, in the same way we want the right to do something, we must be willing to give others that right to live. It's for them right. Yeah, but people, but people will say that not if it's at the expense of my happiness or comfort. Well, less than then, I'm going to find somebody who wants to comfort you. Because they have a right to say, I no longer, they're supposed to feel um, uncomfortable with you. Mm-hmm. Then to stay. And you come right back to that same control. That's the reason why we're not, we have a hard a, a difficulty in managing our disappointment or our losses in our relationship. We hire you, we must fire you. By the way, just because we give, we give, and that's another point, just because we give, is not a guarantee that we will get. Although now, getting ought not to be a prerequisite to giving, but I'm the same here. Just because we give, it's not a guarantee that we will get. And that is why we, we suffer again disappointments, our loss in relationships. Because we have this mindset and conceptualization that says, Why me never treat you so? So how could I treat myself? We never treat you so. We never talk to you so. Don't whatever want me give to you. Don't don't so we use ourselves as the ultimate standard of good treatment and therefore expect our partners to return the favor and when that's not forthcoming then we feel like we're victims we're upset and we're disappointed you can't bother with this imagine and then we start to write our resume about about all the good things we have done to and for this person did they find out some and her Dre, how she wanted to be treated. And they just give her what you constitute as good treatment. Mm-hmm. Did she find out from you, Dre, how you wanted to be treated? Or did she give to you what she constituted as good treatment? And that's what was for disappointment and loss in our relationship. Because we're not stopping to find out from the other person how they want to be treated. Suppose they said, suppose they give you a list and you and, and you can't match it. They just say, all right then. This is not for us. This is not for me. Me can't buy 
armor you want, we can afford what you want. Okay then. You want caviar? Mm-hmm. We can get a sardine. Who wants to have caviar? Mrs. Sardine. And then, and then you, and just because you come out to the thing, you say, I know, I know, I know, I know caviar. But anyway, leave it alone, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's all I say. Here's another point. If we have made the choice to love, then love, even if you are no longer being loved. See, one of the things is we have allowed bad treatment to turn us into monsters. We have allowed what? Bad treatment to turn us into monsters. I like that. When did you become like this? How is it that you have allowed a negative behavior to turn you into somebody that you abhor? For you to become this person that nobody know don't want to be with you or be close to you for that matter. And not just nobody else. Mm-hmm. All women say so, all men say so. And look at what you have become. Worse than the very treatment that you don't like. I'm saying, now you have even lost your own self. You have even lost your own self. You can't be happy. You can't say, you can't trust no woman enough. No woman stay. <laughs> no man stay. Just stay there. Hmm? And that's why we're so alone. And so angry. And literally don't make ourselves vulnerable anymore. So before we enter in any kind of relationship with anybody, we start to inspect and suspect and become paranoid. We don't have the freedom to laugh and smile and give people the benefit of the doubt. No, sir. Mad. Can't afford to be vulnerable. So people are so unhappy. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they just expect the worst, both mm-hmm. in situations and in other people. Can't stay there, help. We can't stay there. We know who that. Mm-hmm. And we give us so many different reasons why, even if you are dead, we never stay in America, corner. Neighborly, community, and in so dog eat dog world. That's why we we, we we live in a place now, or in a society, especially in our minds and living, that we just expect the worst. Because we can't afford to give you a chance. Mm-hmm. Because expectations are warranted in any relationship, we therefore can't avoid to being vulnerable and disappointed. I'm saying don't allow the fear of being disappointed 
to interfere with the will to try again. Being disappointed does not mean that you should return the favor. I'm saying finally here, do the right thing in spite of and be the example of change. Don't become this worst person. And then tea from me. <laughs> and when you, when you finish, you are the biggest thief in the world. Look at what you have become. And I'm saying, don't allow the, the disappointment to, to, to insulate yourself so much. And, you know, that's what COVID has done, you know. It, 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 it changed the fabric of our world and society and thinking. We can't touch, we can't hug, we can't talk, we can't, can't, can't. Hmm. One bag of chair. And then we wonder what is going to happen to our society. We have, we have allowed a situation to, to, to not only imprison us, but, but decide that we don't have any hope. You know what I said earlier, Anne? Mm-hmm. You said, I believe that this cannot remain the way it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have faith, Rasta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to have faith, man, and give yourself an opportunity. I said, no, man. And if it happened this way, I am going to operate on this paradigm. It gives people a chance. Give people, the people must have hope in and from you. Mm-hmm. If everything they see is, is despair and loss and, and down and what have you, then you're right. The chewing game stops. Mm-hmm. Andre Allen Casey. The clock on the wall is telling us that uh, we will have to continue this conversation um, next month. Um, what we have taken from um, the show so far is, number one, keep it moving. Uh, take one day at a time. Um, come up with, um, change your perspective. Right? Change your perspective. Don't look at things only one way. Do what it takes to survive. Do not give up. Do not jump off the train. Do not stop the train. Do what it takes to survive. Sometimes we have to um, let go of some of the things that is causing us um, to feel as though we can't cope. Sometimes we have to let go of uh, things. Sometimes we have to accept um, that the relationships that we are in is not working uh, for us. It is not helping us. And so we have to remove ourselves from the situation and allow also uh, persons who want to go to go. Yeah. In order for you to cope. Um, One of the biggest takeaway for me and for listeners is that changes is inevitable. Once you are in this realm, change will come and when we're saying the change does not always have to be negative it can be positive change also just keep it moving 
Andre Allen Casey. I want to say thank you so, so much for joining us once again inside Singles Live. And we're looking forward to the continued uh, conversation on this topic at HP. Uh, we will continue um, the topic next month as we also want to, um, as you say, raise, raise the awareness in terms of persons who have decided that they can't cope and they want to just stop the train or I would say jump off the train. Those are the persons that we're saying to just keep it moving, keep it moving. Um, hope. Excellent. Hope and change must come. So, Busy Bee, <laughs> I send you off to get some rest. I know that you have a lot uh, to do. Be safe, take care, and continue to shine your light and continue to give hope to the hopeless. And while you're at it, give away a couple more thousand dollars. <laughs> 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 you never know. You know, somebody once says to me that, listen to me, no man. The man, you brought it up tonight. You, somebody want $1 million and a stress. And somebody else want $1,000 and the same stress. <laughs> same stress. It's CM stress. So um, see if you can give away a couple thousand dollars. And, um, Indeed. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you should. You should. Yeah. The... I'll, I'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so, so much. want to say thank you also to Regency Petroleum. I want to say hi to our friends at Evergo Garden Center as well. Cool 97. Radio. Radio.